I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Hi, welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. This is Kate. This is Mike. And we are here with a fresh off the press episode. You're going to hear little Ruby noises in the background. Um, We're with the babe. And we're talking about a recent business decision to create... Fresh off the presses? That's what you said. Yeah. It's It's a turn of phrase, if you will, that means... Oh, hot off the press is, is the... Whatever. Well, fresh off the press is when it's a newspaper that got printed. No, I think that's hot off the presses. Well, anyway, it can also be used as fresh off What the I'm press. saying is this podcast was recorded within the last couple of days. So, I mean, it's hot. It's it's new. I <laughs> There's like pre-recorded content, right, that we batched ahead of time. And now we're into the new stuff. So that's all I'm saying. Okay, great. Great. Sometimes people like to know. Maybe they do. If they do, now they do. So we... Can I just jump in or do you want to do any? Is there any like life updates, announcements? Oh, do we want to read a review? Well, you don't like the chit chat, so we're not going to chit chat. You're straight into like, I got to do business here. I've been trying to do like a random show with Kate for a long time. I thought that could be a fun idea. Last week was a little random. It was a little random. Uh, We have reviews, but I don't have them pulled up yet because. Okay. So we don't have to actually read anything yet if we don't want. Or I'll, just do that I'll give you time. a little preamble about what we're going to talk about. What we're going to talk about is that about uh, two weeks ago, I had like I woke up in the middle of the night or I was woken up in the middle of the night by our baby. And while I was nursing Ruby, I had this insight that we needed to reorganize our calendar, our promotional calendar as a company to make more space for this maternity paternity leave and family time. And We just wanted to share that process with you because as entrepreneurs, we can so often, or just anybody, we can get locked into the idea that like promotion after promotion after promotion is better. And that just because we scheduled something, we have to do it then. And just because we announced it to the world, it means it has to happen. And while obviously follow through and integrity is important, you can also change your mind. So we're just going to share the journey of changing our mind and why that was important to us because a bunch of people in our community, when we shared this change with them, they found it really inspiring. So we figured it was worth an episode. I like it. Okay. I think I found where we are. Great. I believe we did animal lover 68. I think we We did. did? What was the review? If you don't follow them, you, Oh, I can't see all the titles on my phone. Well, okay. Well, I'm just going to read it anyway. Yes, we did. Each show is a box of chocolate. Yes, we, we did. I, we did that we one, or chocolate that. box. Okay, so this one is from Animal Lover sixty eight. If you don't follow them, you your something. I can't see it on my phone, so we're just <laughs> gonna not good. dot dot dot. You can fill in the blank. I'm a forty nine. <laughs> this is a five star review. You're a monkey's uncle. This is also her real name is Lori D is what she instructed so or told me before i'm a 49 year old single woman with a cat and a full-time job i couldn't be further from their target audience. i love the fact that you just said you, you like i got a cat you really claimed i'm a cat owner i love it i couldn't be further from their target audience yet i learned something from kate and mike and their amazing guests every podcast that's so awesome yeah thank you 
they are so real and fun to listen to. They are comfortable enough with themselves and each other to call out their mistakes and laugh at each other, which reminds me it's okay to just be myself. I never miss a podcast. I walk away from every episode having learned something new to apply to my life. This is an amazing podcast, and the Kate and Mike are terrific hosts. Subscribe. You won't be sorry you did. Well, thanks, Lori D. Awesome. I appreciate that. Okay, we're going to start with the next one. We'll do another one next time because there's that other... Let's see. I but feel don't like, we need to tell Lori D what to do? Oh, yeah. So, Lori D, you... There's a task in here that I can't see the whole thing. Just send me a message on Instagram if you're at Instagram uh, at Mike J. Watts with your mailing address and I'll put some goodies in the mail for you. And so. if you're not on Instagram, you can email you at... Mike at MikeJWatts.com and go there. Yola... Yola. Yola. This is in from Yola. She sent this to me a very long time ago. If you're hearing, I just have to say, if you're hearing toots on the microphone, it's Ruby. <laughs> I'm not even hearing toots sitting across the table. Yeah, but they might be getting picked up by the microphone. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it could be us, but who knows? Well, you I just think bl- it's you, not going to be. It's possible. You never know. <laughs> if you have to toot right now and you're listening, let it rip. <laughs> Go ahead. By the way, Mike Watts, oh, so this is from Yola. By the way, Mike Watts, I am one of the most diligent, loyal to the max podcast listener for the Kate and Mike show, if not the most. Yet I still haven't gotten my shout out yet. What's up with that? Yola! Yola's got a shout out. She sent this to me a long time ago. So Yola, thank you for listening. Apologize for the delay. Apologize for the delay. And you can send your mailing address, which I think I already have it, but send it to me anyway. I'm sure we have it in our to system. Mike J. Watts on Instagram, and I'll drop a goodie to you in the mail. Awesome. So let's get into today's topic. Let's do it. No messing around. So if you're new here, we'll just let you know that one of our biggest values is family, lifestyle, freedom. So our tagline has been make a life, not just a living. So it's really about what are you doing your business for, not just, you know, hitting the mark of six figures or seven figures or the biggest launch or whatever. It's like always, we always come back to why, like, why does that matter to you? And so for us, we just had second baby girl. Sorry, I just spaced out there. Her name is Ruby, and she's going to be two months old tomorrow. So we're in this very unique kind of special time where we have a newborn, Penelope. Our oldest is two and three quarters. Ruby's now asleep again. And she is having her adjustment. We're all having our adjustment. Ruby just sleeps all the time. (laughs) Only when you hold her. If I hold her. Actually, no, last night she she fell fell asleep asleep on on me for the very first time in two months. Yeah. Ruby's awesome. Penelope's awesome. Everyone's awesome. And it's a total adjustment. So we are in this very sweet time and it's challenging. Yes. But like mostly I'll speak for myself. I'm just finding it very, very sweet. And I want to savor it because I can feel myself at like the age of 70, you know, looking back and seeing these years and being like, that was an amazing time. Not to say that this is going to be the best years of our life, because I hope I always feel like I'm living the best years of my life. But I don't want to try to speed up the clock. And so what ended up happening, do you want to share anything on that? What's 
I don't want speeding up the clock or just like, what's your experience of this time in our lives? Yeah. I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast before and I mean, the reason I started my business was for these times right now, like that was underlying was the ability to have the choice for myself to decide what to do when I become a dad, you know, and have that freedom to be able to do that. Because when I was at Philip Morris, I just watched these folks who were, you know, my parents age and they kind of have been at a facility working a lot of hours for a very long time. And I saw this not just at Philip Morris, but in all manufacturing facilities when I was growing up or, you know, internships, et cetera, during college and high school. And, and it was the same thing, you know, in my neighborhood, et cetera, in my own house, you know, people were just gone and they missed their kids lives. And I don't know. It wasn't for me, basically is it wasn't the way I wanted to do my life. And I knew that at quite a while ago. And so, yeah. And I remember sitting on a plane and I, I shared the story probably plenty of times, but I sat next to this woman who was coming back from her child just graduated boot camp in Arizona. And she was talking to me about this was Kate was pregnant with Penelope. And she just said, you know, savor those first five years and work as little work less, basically, if you have that opportunity to do so and spend more time with the kids, because it does go by quickly, you know, so it was cool. And it's not like I'm diehard, like based off of what she said, like riding that train to work as little as possible during this time, if that makes sense. But it, it's since you're not working that much. <laughs> well, now I'm. That's not true. This week <laughs> this I week actually I have like I am back in the flow. I don't know what's happening, but there is something cooking. Except for for today, because Penelope decided not to take a nap. No, but I was upstairs oh, cranking away. Yeah, we switched accountants, and I'm getting them all the information and getting our bookkeeper information, and I'm setting up all our personal expenses in QuickBooks. Mm. Because I can't stand mint.com and I don't like it at all. And our bookkeeper was just like, they will not be a sponsor of the game. (laughs) No, I, I, it's like, it's been fine, but there's just ads everywhere. It's like, it's so annoying. And, and I just like, our bookkeeper's already doing our business stuff. I was like, why can't they do our personal stuff? And every time I ask a bookkeeper, it was like, I don't do personal stuff. I said, don't think of it personal. Just say Kate and Mike is a business like ourselves, personal expenses. So I was like with our bookkeeper yesterday and I said, she's like, okay, give me all the stuff. So I've been, you know, doing all that stuff, paying our affiliates, et cetera. Yeah. It's been a busy week, but the, which feels good. I feel back in the norm, but it's anyway, it's like, I was still able to like Penelope was still in the room and hanging out. And so it is kind of building off what you want to talk about here is running the life. And I would say that's not been an easy adjustment, honestly. Like it's great in theory to say, oh, I want that. But then when it appears, it's much different to realize that this is here and you have the choice, or at least I would say not you personally, but myself, I have the choice to either live the life that I've desired to live to follow that path that I wanted to create for myself or not. So it's been an interesting journey to say the least. Absolutely. And you know, when you just said, I just want to highlight something you just said, you know, savor those first five years. And I would say savor all the years. Yeah. Right. And that's why, yes, of course, your child's development in those first five years, like they're home, they want to be with you more than anyone else. Like there's very unique. They're so snuggly. They're so cute. Like those five years are really unique. But at the same time, you know, I hope to be savoring it when the girls are teenagers. I hope to be savoring it when, you know, if they choose to have their own family. So anyway. 
savor all the time, which is really what the philosophy of make a life, not just a living is so that you don't get to the end of your life and say, what was that about? Yeah. And if you read Bonnie Ware's book, The Five Biggest Regrets of the Dying, she was a hospice nurse and she wrote this book. And, you know, the five biggest regrets, I can't remember them all, but they have to do with following somebody else's expectations instead of living your dreams, which is very much what we do as a society, right? We just like work hard because we were taught to work hard. But what is that even for? Obviously, you have to put food on the table and pay the rent and the mortgage. So, but I'm talking about like once you get it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like once right. you get the basic needs met of food and shelter, then you can move on to self-actualization. And that piece about self-actualization was the thing that these people were saying, I didn't get to that piece. I didn't get there. And then some of the other ones were just like not enjoying life, basically, and working too much. Yeah. I mean, there we're in it right now, folks. Like 2018, 2017, 2016, it is... It is a mirror of the reflection of how we've been living our lives as a society for the last couple of centuries, you know, and even goes beyond that. We have the opportunity as a whole to change that. To shift. I mean, to, to shift in this new direction because <laughs> it's funny, as disturbing as it is, like the way we've been living our life has led us to Donald Trump, right? That's like to his administration and what they're actually doing to the world and how they are trying to tear apart communities across the United States and not only the United States, but literally tearing apart relationships across the world and it's affecting real people. So it's for us as listeners of this, or I wouldn't say listeners of the Kate and Mike show, but just doers of the world, right. Is to make the decision do we like this direction we've ended up or is it something we want to change? So on a micro level, yes, Mike and I have taken it upon ourselves to live our lives the way that's in alignment with our values, right? Live our life in alignment with our values. And that's what we all want to be doing, right? So this was just a small example of that coming up for us. So Ruby came on April 8th. Right before that, we were affiliates of Marie Forleo. So we did the B-School launch. And then sort of right just before Ruby came along, we were affiliates of Stu McLaren. We did the Tribe launch. Both of those programs we really believe in. And then right after that, we were affiliates of Denise Duffield Thomas. And we promoted her Money Boot Camp. Really believe in her work and the stuff she's doing. And then on the tails of that, we headed right into the Origin launch. And then we were supposed to start promoting this next program, which we actually sold during the B-School launch called the Ultimate Online Business Playbook. So we talked about this a little last episode. We really feel that we have one of the best teams in the industry in terms of the online space in the personal development world. And they're amazing. And so we thought, wouldn't it be cool if we could share our team with the other online entrepreneurs in our community who might not have had the opportunity to hire a team yet, but who are wanting to grow and wanting to get there. And what if we could share the expertise that we have access to with our team, with our community? So that's really where the online business playbook came from because yeah, Mike and I are the faces of the company, but it doesn't mean like that we're the reason that we do good work exclusively. This is really a community effort and we've been working to grow this team and honing our team and really cultivating this 
company culture really specifically over the last year. And it's been powerful. And we wanted to be able to share that with our community. So we created this offering and we sort of soft launched it in March. And then we were going to do the larger promotion of it in June. However, I was talking to Alicia, our president, one day, and she's been on the podcast three times. So you can go back and listen to Alicia Morelli, Madam President. And she just sort of offhandedly said, it would have been nice if the playbook promotion was happening in the fall, but I know we can do it and it'll be great. And I was like, okay, cool. And in my head, I was like, yeah, too bad it's not in the fall. And at 3 a.m. that night, I was feeding Ruby and I was like, well, why can't it be in the fall? <laughs> like it's, I've had a couple of moments and you might also find this if you are an entrepreneur and you used to work for somebody else, or even if you're not an entrepreneur and you do work for somebody else, there's so often that we want something, but we just don't give ourselves permission to want it. Or we don't give ourselves permission to explore having it because we're just like, oh, well, I can't have that. So in my head in that moment, I was like, yeah, it really would be nice to have more space before this promotion. But well, we scheduled it for June. And then I was like, wait a second, who's in charge here? We can. So I talked to Mike about it the next morning and I was like, you know, I really had this thought that what if we just back it up? There's no pressure. You and I are on maternity and paternity leave. I know I was planning on coming back to work in September. I don't know when you're planning on coming back to work. And I've been working all week. So this week, perhaps mm -hmm. we don't know. <laughs> um, but I just felt like we have this time with Ruby. We have this time with Penelope. It's summer in Maine. We freaking wait all year for this. It's spectacular. And it's really the only time it's spectacular weather in Maine. And why push? We don't need to push. We don't need to stress our team out. We don't need to stress ourselves out. And do you remember me having that conversation with you? Recently? Yeah. Yes. And and what was your, what did you feel like? Regarding pushing the launch back? Mm -hmm. Oh, it was great. I was already feeling, because we had to shoot videos for it. And I knew in like, I was like, when's the deadline? I have to be like geared back up, Licia. I remember asking her this question. And she was like, okay, here's the thing. And I was like, well, I don't really. And I was on our, I was going to Nashville with Bradley and I was on the plane. And that's when you called me. I was like, I got this great idea. And I was like, actually, that's fantastic. Done. You know, there wasn't a discussion that needed to take place because I felt like it was, we were forcing something to happen and we didn't need to, because also there's a lot of activity that's taken place that our teams picked up on since we've been kind of, you know, taking care of Ruby, et cetera, this year. And there's still transition that's happening. And we haven't been able to, I would say, catch up from, let's say, the end of 2017 yet. Like, there's still some outstanding things that need to happen. Like, one thing is, like, our USANA business and the websites and the emails, et cetera, need to be moved over to a new system. And if we keep producing new things or whatever that may be, it gets pushed back longer. Because these are, like, the little minor cleanups. And so during this time it's really beneficial for us to do those minor cleanups. Like you just met with Lisa and Lisa today about some stuff about the origin community. And like, there's so much, I know I wasn't in all the meeting, but I just know there's a lot of things that got done that wouldn't have been able to get done. So it's also, it's creating the space for that as well. So it's kind of like when they, you hear the concept of spring cleaning or post winter preparing for winter. We definitely it's hear in the Maine. culmination phase. Oh, the culmination phase. Great. So it's this, it's that I mean, with I our businesses, up, I know you made that up <laughs> and 
I don't have your lingo down yet, so I think I need to carry around a piece of paper with me. So I got the Kate. There's lingo. only four phases, so I can I, I can definitely give you the yeah the lowdown. So we can <laughs> yeah. So I, it felt relaxed, like it felt great because it gave the space to allow some of these other things to take place, and it gave our team a little bit of a break before what's going next. And we're going to revamp the online business playbook a little bit you know, and add a little bonuses and et cetera to it. Some pretty exciting stuff. And it's going to be better like than yeah. just what we were planning on doing in the first place. So there's two things. One, Mike touched on a really important point. We weren't giving ourselves the time to wrap up projects. We have some loose ends and there's some like housekeeping stuff that's not the sexiest thing, like changing email service providers for this one project or, you know, implementing a couple of simple retention strategies in origin or fixing our evergreen online funnels for the money love course like it's not sexy and looking at our company from the outside you would never know we were doing these things but there's just like a lot there's some part of running a business that's just kind of like making the donuts you know chop wood carry water and so if you are constantly in production mode and constantly gearing up for the next launch and constantly in promotion mode you don't actually get a chance to not only wow your customers, but also run things smoothly, run clean. You know, we want to run our business clean. We don't want to have all these loose ends and open loops. And so what we were noticing is we went right from launch to launch to launch to launch to launch. And hi, like we know better, right? I mean, for those of you who are in origin who are listening, you're probably giggling because (laughs) I teach the fertile void and taking the break. And I teach emergence, like gearing up and then visibility, launching, and then culmination, wrapping up. And those are the four phases. But what ends up happening is if you begin to have launches layer one over the next, you don't have time to fully finish out a creative cycle or a project. And so that's what was ending up happening. So like our Facebook ads guy, for example, wasn't having time to optimize the funnels that we wanted him to set up for evergreen stuff because he was constantly working on a new promotional ad set. So that's just an example of never getting to finish what you start. And so we decided, hi, we're in control here. We don't need to stress our team out. We don't need to stress ourselves out. And let's give ourselves, we learned this from our friend Stu McLaren, let's give ourselves a longer runway because the longer your runway, the greater your results. That is a Stu McLaren quote. And it was really helpful to remember because we were going to sort of just like launch playbook. And I'm sure it would have done well, but not nearly as well as it could do with a nice long runway and a nice long lead up. So just to be fully transparent, this podcast episode is part of that lead up. You know, we're releasing it in June, but promotions for playbook won't start until September. And so we're beginning to talk about the program. Like we're, I'm just, you know, kind of pulling back the curtain here and showing you how we're thinking behind the scenes. And we announced this this week to our B-Schooler group because the playbook was offered as a bonus for our B-Schoolers. So we said, you sign up for B-School and you'll get to take the Ultimate Online Business Playbook for free over the summer. And it's a $1,000 value, or it was at the time that may or may not change. I'm not sure. So that was a great bonus for them. And the feedback over email and in our Facebook group was overwhelmingly positive. Everyone was saying, one woman said that us making that announcement and saying, 
we had made the tough decision to push back the program so that we had more space and time for our family. She said, you just got an origin member for life because the fact that you are modeling, she said, the fact that I see you as people who have quote unquote made it and that you are also prioritizing your family, it's proof to me that it can be done because I don't think we have that many examples of people who are prioritizing time with their family and quote unquote making it, whatever that means to you. You know, I don't know, Mike, if you feel like we've made it, whatever that means, we could have a whole other episode around that. Well, I, I yeah, well, I can talk on that. Yeah, we yeah. can talk about that. But it was really just like so wonderful to read that and, and have other people saying, wow, thank you for prioritizing your family with your business, because that gives me permission to do so, too. And thanks for really walking the walk. And so we wanted to share that decision process with you, with our podcast listener, because we thought it might be helpful because if you can see it, you can be it. And we feel it's really important for more people to prioritize their families and more people to get off of the race to nowhere, as Dr. Shafali talks about, and actually be present with what really matters, which, you know, is this little pumpkin in my arms and the guy sitting across the table from me and the, that's the, me, the She's toddler, <laughs> the to- little toddler upstairs. And when do they move from being a toddler to a little girl? I don't know. Anyway, I don't. Uh, the, you're the, asking me? the little girl upstairs. She already and, thinks she's a little girl. Yeah. And you know, she is. Yeah. And friends and family and our community, which is you. And if we push, 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 push and go from promotion to promotion, we also can't take care of you, our community. It's true. I mean, that was like, that's one of the biggest lessons that I, I shared a little bit about this last week, but that's one of the biggest lessons I'm learning now, because in the last, I would say, 20 years of my life, that's what it's been. You know, it's, it's been maybe not 20, but definitely the last 15 really since I entered college, but even high school, you know, with a lot of activities and I just, there's an article, Casey Neistat actually just did a video on this about the pressure of being a YouTuber and I didn't watch it. I'm going to today, but this was about a week ago or two weeks ago, but it referenced an article that I happened somehow this ended up in my sphere this morning but it was about YouTubers are quitting YouTubing like crazy, like successful ones, ones that have over a million subscribers or whatever, because of the stress that is put on the daily video download, right? There's no break. And so because you're gambling with ad money, right? It's the ad sense that these, how these people are making a lot of money. Many of them are just quitting because they're stressed out. They're like 20 years old, 19, 21 years old, these kids. Right. And they're already feeling burnt out. So it's, it's, if our parent, let's just, you know, for example, like if their parents, let me take, I don't really know their parents, but like if their parents are living the life of nonstop 24 seven, go, 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 go. And then we come home, we're not really hanging out with each other. We're on our phones, we're on our devices. We're in this world of craziness. And then like our kids are visualizing that, right? Penelope's taking that in to say like, I got to visualize this is the way I have to do it. And then by the time she's 15 years old, she's going to be burnt out, right? If that's the way that we're modeling after ourselves, right? And so it's even though the ability to connect with anybody around the world, which is revolutionary, it's amazing. I was thinking about this in the car today, but just how revolutionized the internet has created, like it's created the biggest, it's creating the biggest revolution that's ever existed. And we're still in the middle of it, right? Like the internet's from a consumer standpoint, 
or like a regular customer is about 21, 22, 23 years old. So it's very young, right? And so if you're a male, your brain's still developing, right? And you're doing stupid things, which is what's happening these days, right? So it's on the internet. So it's from there how... No, 19-year-old boys should not be given a camera and a YouTube channel. <laughs> that's, that's funny. It's true. Yeah. Not enough frontal lobe yet. <laughs> that's right. But it is, it's such a great... I don't know. It's just such a great reminder of what is the purpose you're, what is the purpose you're listening to us? Like, why are you listening to this podcast? You know? And like, ask yourself that question. Like, why do you enjoy listening to this? Why are we doing anything? I don't know. That's the question I've well, been pondering for a while. that is the big question, right? And so we really came down to why are we launching playbook when it feels like pressure? So anytime something feels like pressure, I really encourage all of us very much ourselves included to ask is there a way that i can take the pressure off now sometimes pressure is beautiful right mm -hmm. we hear those motivational quotes about diamonds are created through pressure and and it's true none of us grow without a little positive pressure so sometimes it's really helpful because otherwise we would just sit around but sometimes the pressure is unnecessary and it's totally self-created and we just create all this stress for no reason. And so we just decided, you know what? If I said I was gonna take the summer off, I actually wanna take the summer yep. off. If we said we were gonna take this time with Ruby, we actually wanna be with her. And also Penelope, obviously, although her schedule hasn't changed much. And, what, um, and you're referring to the pressure that we put on ourselves, I'm assuming, because there, there is pressure that's also like institutionalized pressure or systematic pressure that's created because of centuries or decades of a system that's been run. Right. So oh, we're talking sure. about. No, I'm just talking about within our own organizations or within our own lives. Like, let's say, for example, you committed to writing a blog post every day. Yeah. But you've lost the joy and now it feels like a grind and now you're dreading sitting down at your computer every day and you're noticing you're snapping at your kids and you're snapping at your partner and you're uninspired and it feels heavy that would be the kind of pressure i'm talking about not pressure from external systems because yeah like i said sometimes you just have pressure and there's nothing you can do about it but i always think that we can at least look at how we're responding to the pressure and what we're doing with that because we can carry something like it's heavy or we can carry something like it's light and obviously some situations are different than others but what i'm saying is when you have control over it give yourself permission to have control over it and change it and so for us it was we really want this space with our family we really want the space to enjoy summer there's not actual pressure this is manufactured pressure let's just take it off and so i called Licia right away after I talked to Mike and I was like, Hey, so, you know, I was up in the middle of the night thinking maybe we don't need to do this. And so it was so refreshing because we just both felt like, Oh, that feels so much better. Let's back up the launch. Let's promote it in September. Let's run the program in, you know, late September and through October. 
so for those of you who think this might sound interesting to you, you know, that's when it's going to be. So we're letting you know way up front. And then that meant we were going to back up our origin launch probably until November, our next origin public opening. And then because my book already got moved back to April, it was supposed to be January 15th, but now it's April 2nd. Again, when Hay House put on the table the possibility of moving the launch, I was like, yeah, give me more space because one more time I was starting to feel a publishing deadline pressure. And because of something internal within Hay House, they had changed their systems. So suddenly we were ahead of schedule, but then we got behind schedule. It was just a a thing that I don't need to get into, but I just didn't like the feeling of pressure. So yeah, I mean, I just basically wanted to record this episode to say, if you can release the pressure, release it. And it's okay to choose your family. And it's okay to choose more space and it's okay to do fewer launches and it's okay to give yourself a freaking break because I don't think anyone's giving us an award at the end of our life for like having done the most launches or having promoted the most things. Nobody is. I don't think anyone's giving us an award for anything, but I do know that if we can look back and say, you know, I really was there with my kids. I really was there with my spouse. I really breathed. You know, I took, I took moments to take a breath. I took moments to stand on the street and talk to my neighbors. I wasn't in a hurry all the time. I chewed my food. You know, (laughs) that's actually funny that you say I was eating with a spoon this morning and I made some like granola thing with a whole bunch of, you know, fat in it, plus some fruit. And I was using a really tiny spoon. I was using like Penelope size spoon. We have these little espresso spoons that yeah. we use for Penelope, but they're really for espresso. And I was chewing and I would go, I should eat with like kids silverware all the time. I would slow down. And I was, I, because you can't put that much on it. So it would require me if it took, you know, a regular spoon, 10 spoonfuls with this other spoon and probably 20 to 30. Right. I was like, wow, that's fascinating. Like I should just slow down. And yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, and I notice it, you know, if we're out to dinner with the kids, for example, which is <laughs> most recently we've realized. Let's tell that story. Is that a was terrible good. idea. What I tell tell the story. What I think, well, it, it's relevant to what we're talking about now. The it Thai is. restaurant. Yeah. So two days ago, three days ago, we went to the Thai restaurant because we got this great idea. I was like, let's pick up Penelope from YDC and and or from daycare, and we'll just go out to eat because we haven't done that in a while. Well, we're definitely not going to do that in a while at least for dinner she's good for brunch but she's not a not a dinner person and she needed it because she's no longer in diapers so she wants to explore every toilet and then every toot that she makes she feels like she has to sit on the toilet just to toot so i ended up being in the bathroom with penelope why we were at the restaurant five times and we were at the restaurant for like 45 minutes to an hour five times she had to go and then she got so excited that she peed before she got on the toilet once and then she had like a poop toot or something <laughs> and she pooped in her pants a little bit. So of course I had to go to the car twice to get a new set of underwear and pants for her. And I was like stressed out because of running the bathroom, but then also like I was stress eating and I realized I was like, I just need to stop eating because I'm trying to eat why this is all going on. And it wasn't nourishing to myself at all. And I just stopped. I was like, okay, put the food away. I'm going to take it to go. I'm going to eat it at home. And I'll just eat my dinner at home. And then we're driving home and I realized I left the dinner at the table (laughs) that I was packing to take home. Mike spent the dinner in the bathroom and also didn't eat and also didn't take his food home. It was really a sad moment. Yeah, but it was a great, it was actually, 
it was sad and it was stressful, but I I noticed there's these little things that keep happening, just like this that the story I'm sharing because my past Mike would have literally devoured all of my food. I would have felt like crap on the way home because I ate too fast and I would have been grumpy and I would have done all this. And then this time I just was like, I got to stop eating. Cause remember, I think I pushed my plate away yeah, and I was like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to eat right now because this is a, this is too stressful, but it's hilarious that I just, all that went down and then I left my whole dinner at the restaurant. Well, it was just a reminder, like don't take a newborn and a newly potty trained toddler out to dinner. Just right. Don't do that. So that's a PSA. <laughs> yeah. That was a reminder and eventually that'll be good and we mm-hmm. can do that again. But- I'm sure sooner than later. But it is really important to anything we're doing, any goal we have, ask ourselves why. Because ultimately, if the answer, if you're doing all these promotions and doing all these projects and pushing, 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 ultimately so that you can have more time with your family or that you can enjoy yourself more or have more money to enjoy, you know, sometimes you can just take stuff out of your schedule and enjoy yourself more. Yep. Right. Like you don't have to enjoy yourself more on the beaches of Tahiti at a five star hotel. You could enjoy yourself right. more in your backyard, like sleeping in a tent with your kids or roasting some marshmallows over a fire pit that you could get for like 50 bucks at Target. You know, like <laughs> they're just I feel like life is full of so many small pleasures and we miss them because while I do believe in thinking big. I don't think it's the big things that we achieve that ultimately make our life worth living. You know, I'll, I'll never forget like my mom who's had several New York times bestselling books. She was on Oprah like 10 times. She's done a lot of big things career wise. And I'll never forget. She told me, I think I was in college or my early twenties or something. She was like, all that stuff is great. But like at the end of the day, it's my relationship with you girls and how that's going. That's really making my life worthwhile. All the other stuff is just sort of accessories. It was helpful to have her. I knew that based on how she lives, but it was really helpful to have it articulated for me. And it's been such a guiding light for me, that piece of wisdom to know all that stuff is nice. And she has helped millions of women. And that's incredibly powerful and well worth doing. Um, Cause at the end of the day, they're spending time with your family. And then to me, it's also being of service. Like mm-hmm. those are the two things. So she's had those going, but it's just a perspective, you know? Right. In the last shift. few years, I mean, based off like the conversation earlier about the energy vampires, you know, the biggest thing I could see for your mom shift is like, she's really taking what she said about you girls, but also taking it to herself. Yeah. And her game for herself is really like, she's really up leveled, you know, her personal game in the last few years. Yeah. So mom, um, if you're listening, you're doing awesome. Yeah, I we saw your mom. You. I see your mom after Pilates every day. We have a good chit chat. I know. She looks so stylish coming to Pilates, doesn't she? It's ridiculous. I, know. <laughs> I go like in shorts and flip flops and your mom's like ready to go to a five star like, dinner. Yeah, I'm like not wearing makeup. But she doesn't. She smell. layers. She's a layer like yeah. because she takes off her, her couple layers and then she's ready to work out like she wear. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's, it's real. Yeah, she is. I was like, you work out uh, the first, when I first saw her there after my Pilates session, I was like, you work out like that. Like what is going on? Yeah, she's got her workout yeah. clothes underneath. It's like you guys, it's like getting ready for dinner. That's what Chris is like when she goes to Pilates. But then she, I watched her take it off one day and she was in her workout gear. You know, she just wears a she's jacket. A, it's because she's a superhero. 
true. It's right. It's like Clark Kent. He goes into the phone booth and then he's a superhero. My mom goes into the phone booth and then she's ready for Pilates. What do you think your mom's superhero name is? I don't know. Oh. Captain Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I think, you know, I've said what I needed to say about this particular topic, but because so many of our B-schoolers resonated with this decision, Mm. I thought it was important to do a behind the scenes of just how we make these decisions. So it was, you know, Licia was like, when I called her, she was like, oh, your guides are waking you up in the middle of the night. And I was like, I guess so. Also my newborn. But, you know, I had the insight. I checked in with Mike. He was totally on board. I checked in with Licia. We all felt refreshed and energized by that decision. We felt ease. We felt spaciousness. We all felt like we could exhale. And so that was all the signs that it was right. And there was no reason not to do it. And so we told the team, we informed the people we needed to inform. There had been a handful of people who had purchased the program. And so, you know, you have to be in integrity, right? So Mm -hmm. we emailed them right away. We alerted them of the change. 99% of them were super psyched and one asked for a refund because we had offered that. We had said, you know, this program is not going to be run in June and July. As we said, it's going to be run in September, October. And the vast majority were like, awesome. I don't want to run something in the summer anyway. I've got kids. I've got all this stuff. And one person was like, that timing doesn't work for me. Great. No problem. Refund. And everyone else was so psyched. So also a great sign that you're on the right track is that everyone else involved is also feeling relieved yeah it's great so we just wanted to share with that and hopefully you know if there's something in your life that is causing undue pressure our invitation would be how can you release some of that pressure Mm-hmm. yeah i would just That's yeah. it. i don't really have i had something else to say but i don't we'll just let it go okay great <laughs> so, so thanks for listening <laughs> if you would like to be alerted when we do start beginning to promote the online business playbook if that sounds interesting to you head over to katenorthup.com forward slash playbook and you can get on the vip list for that should we tell them what the online business playbook is well i feel like i kind of did no not really okay well it's the behind the scenes of how we run uh, our business okay so it's our right but then it's also like our team is teaching some yes yeah. didn't i say that no i don't know oh maybe you did well so i feel like we didn't say maybe it was last it's a six module course yeah where the key players in our team are teaching their unique expertise so you don't just get me and mike you get the actual people running the show which is so critical because so many courses you just only get the front person but Oftentimes, they're not actually the person doing a lot of the things. So we thought we'd actually give you the people doing the things. Mm -hmm. I will be teaching about content creation. Mike will be teaching about systems and leadership. Lisi will be teaching about management, creating team culture. Haley will be teaching about social media strategy along with Jeff. And Did you say Akila? No, Lisa... Akila and I are doing oh, things Akilah's together. Oh, doing it with you? Oh, yeah. awesome. Great. Akila is going to be talking about... She's going to um, be talking about like how we structure Entreport. Great. Which, which she'll make it relevant to uh, other, systems. other systems. Perfect. But then also just how we think about when we're doing f- funnel layouts. Oh, love it. That's yeah, great. Organizational. You're going to be teaching laying out the funnel. Maybe. I think uh, Jeff's doing a little bit of that, but yeah. And then Lisa's going to be teaching customer retention and community care and... Joe is going to be teaching branding and your brand identity and design and and basically creating a visual identity that resonates. So 
you're going to learn all of that and it's going to be awesome. And I'll be learning from our team right alongside you. And then of course there's Q and A's and a discussion group and a super exciting announcement that I'm going to keep a secret. Yeah. From. We shouldn't tell them that. Nope. No, not yet. But it's there's going to be something else either. that's pretty great. Yeah. So that's it. So katenorthup.com forward slash playbook. But the take home message of this podcast is don't do something if you don't have to, if it doesn't feel right. And make more space for your family or whoever you love. And have fun. The end. Cheers. Ever feel like you're constantly doing things, but aren't able to carve out the time or energy for the things that really matter to you? Mike and I want to share our top five tools for making a life, not just a living. To learn what they are, go to katenorthrop.com forward slash tools. See you on the next episode.